0: about alignment issues. Oh, before I forget, please don't forget on your way out um, or when you come back to go get one of those, 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 those prayer books, those prayer devotions. Let's pray first. Man, it is amazing. I've been reading it for the last several weeks. And man, it is so good. And, and it's just walks you through. It gives you scripture with it. And then it gives you a prayer that you can pray about each one of those situations. And so it is so good. Please get that. Those, those are nice, really nice made books for you, for, especially for you. And so we wanted to invest in your, in your life during this new year. Hopefully you have, you made it through the fast. Well, I fasted just bread and water for 18 days through the fast. Now I'm playing. Um, but I did lose a lot of weight. I had a lot, I began losing weight and then, and then I walked in Disney World 31 miles and lost a couple more pounds and then. For the past 18 days, I lost the rest of it. So I'm praying that I can keep most of it off. You know, I'm not going to act like I'm going to keep it all off, but I am excited that, that I am, uh, you know, back in in the, in the one something. So anyway, but I want to talk to you about alignment. I just really felt like God has been speaking to me when um, during the, during this time that 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 2020 got a lot of Christians out of alignment. And then a sad thing I began to think about was. 2020 is going to be a situation that a lot of Christians are going to end up in hell over. Because they were kind of lukewarm Christians and they kind of walked that little fine line of being a Christian and not a Christian and they walked that line and 2020 has got them off and into a tangent, got them out of alignment and they're walking a path that they shouldn't be walking and I'm, I'm scared that they've kind of gone too far possibly then they're, they're willing to come back because they feel okay with what they're doing. You know, when you, you have your tires and you hit a big pothole, what does it do? It jerks your car out of alignment, and then your car pulls real hard to the right or real hard to the left, right? And, and it, wears your, it wears your tires and the other tires down as, as well. And it gets you out of alignment. And 2020 has gotten a lot of Christians out of alignment. And then, like, like I said, I believe it's going to be bad for some Christians that don't that, that choose to keep walking that life of unalignment. But also, at the same time, I'm thoroughly excited because of the fact that I believe that, that, that the harvest is plenty. And I believe that the harvest is, is ripe right now for so many non-Christians that have gone through 2020 that are going to be very susceptible and want to hear the Word of God. They're going to want to hear, God, feed me, help me. I, I've been through this time, and I need something more. So I believe there's also a supernatural hunger that is coming during this, this, this new year. So I believe there are some that are going to fall away. The Word talks about that. The very elect will be deceived. And because of these things, it's causing them to be out of alignment. But also, I believe there's going to be a lot of people coming to Christ this year. And I'm believing that for us here at Kingdom Impact, that we're going to be a part of that. Watchman Nee, a great, a great writer, said, A spiritual person is not just born again, but born again and walking in spiritual alignment. In spiritual alignment. You know, I go to a chiropractor every week to, to, to get cracked and get my, my back stayed in a line because it gets out of whack a lot. You know, a lot of things I do, I'm old and I try, try to be young, so I get my back out of whack and my neck out of whack and my arms out of whack and my foot out of whack. And so he gets and keeps, keeps me lined up. And that keeps me doing better, and, you know. So I want to talk to you about four crucial alignments that we need. And these are very, very, very simple, but I feel like the, the scriptures that I've got that God's given me to go with them is going to be very, very important to you. The four things that we have to keep in alignment this year that has gotten out of alignment in 2020, these four things, mind, will, emotions, and spirit. Well, that's not very deep, Pastor Doug. Well, just, it's okay. It's not, God's Word doesn't always have to be deep to minister to you deeply, Right? I want to tell you that, that the mind, first off, if your thought life is out of whack and your thought life is, is, is out of alignment and your mind is out of alignment, then your whole entire life is out of alignment. We, we, we let the devil live rent free in our mind. And sometimes we get to the place where he's just controlling, just living in our mind, fancy and free. He's just chilling out on our, our spiritual mind couch. And he's just dictating and putting all kinds of thoughts in our head. And we're just loving those thoughts, just dealing with them and just letting him put up and bombard us with all this stuff in our mind. And, we, and, and 2020 had, had did that. It put all kind of thought. What if we're not going to make it? What if this is the end of the world? What if this? What if that? What if my family? What if I get COVID? What if I go to hospital? What if I lose my job? What if I lose my money? What if I lose my stock? What if I lose? What if I lose? What if? What if? What if? But the problem is, is, is when we do that, we're focusing on those things that are on earth. And Colossians 3 and 2 says, set your mind on things above, not on things of this earth. We have, to set our, we have to set our mind on things above. And what goes along with that is Isaiah 26 and 3. It says, you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts you. You will be in perfect peace. We're in perfect peace when our mind is steadfast on Christ and things above, not on this earth. But we get so caught up with things as what's happening on this earth, we act like God's not in control. We act like God is, is not king of kings and Lord of lords. We get so caught up in our mind with, with, with the politics and with, and with the COVID and with the lockdowns and all this stuff that we just act like God's really not in control. This president of this president is in control. This Congress is in control. This governor is in control. This politics and all this junk in the media, they're in control. Man, it's just just crazy. We get get our mind and we start to believe that they run this earth. And they may run this earth, but they don't don't run my life. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in this world. And we can't let our mind get get sidetracked and get out of balance and get out of alignment. 1 Peter 3 and 6. Three and eight, sorry. Finally, all of you should be of one mind, and that should be the mind of Christ. Sympathize with each other. Sympathy went out a window in 2020 and already in 2021. Ain't nobody got sympathy for nobody. Well, they say, I ain't got no time for that, right? You know, sympathize for one another. Love each other as brothers and sisters. I've even seen Christians not do that in 2020 and 2021 already born again Christian believers that don't treat each other as brothers and sisters they treat each other as enemies because they got their minds on what what party you are, what party I am well you're not a Christian if you're there, you're not a Christian of this and we got our mind off of God and who God is Romans 8 and 6 says so letting your sinful nature control your mind leads to death but, le- but letting your con- spirit control your mind leads to life and peace if we let our, our old nature come back up, we've put it aside and we've put it off. But sometimes we tend to let our sinful nature come back up and we step out of our spiritual clothes right back into our sinful clothes. But God says if you stay in your spiritual nature, you will have life and peace. Matthew 12 and 37 says, For by, for by your words you've been justified, and by your words you will be condemned. Ephesians four twenty. 429 says, Let no corrupt word come out of your mouth, proceed out of your mouth, but only that which is good and necessary edification, that it may impart grace to the hearers. For by your words you will be justified. The words that you speak and the words that you type, you will be justified or condemned. And we're only supposed to speak what is necessary edification that gives grace to the hearer. But we just, we just go on a rampage. Somebody says something and ticks us off, and we just go off on Facebook. We just go off on Twitter. This person says, I'm here to tell you, not one person. You prove me wrong. One person on Twitter, on Facebook, on, on, on Snapchat, whatever, that has ever turned their, 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 their political views around because of your post. It's just not going to happen. But what does it do? It gets them more mad. It gets you more mad. It gets you upset. It gets them upset. You get out in this political environment, in the media, you, all this stuff. Nobody has ever gotten changed um, their political views because of your post. People who like it agree with you. People who put in an angry face disagree with you, and that's how it's going to be. And that is not necessary edification. When I go to my, I've I really, I've, i I've, I've snoozed some people, and I've, i I've, I've unfollowed some people. Because I own my timeline. I don't have to have all that negativity on my timeline. And neither do you. You can get rid of it. You can see the people that you want to see. And we, we, we this, this whole situation and how bad it's got on Facebook and, and everywhere and, and, and big tech and all that has just got us Unaligned and we're we're out of alignment and we're over here and our mind is just a hot mess because we're so frustrated with times, we're so frustrated with what's going on, and we're so frustrated with what's happening in this world, and we got our mind on the earth and got our mind off of Jesus. We would let our mind be poisoned and out of alignment, and because of that, Christians, born-again Christians, has lost their influence to the sinners. I thought you were a Christian. Look how you're talking. Look at the bitterness. Look at the anger. Look at the rage you have in your life. Don't talk to me about Jesus. Don't talk to me about love. Because they see how we act and how we talk, you know, and, and, and wherever we're at, and this and that, and in the workplace, at work, in the doctor's office, and the grocery stores, you know, and, and, and wherever, the, wherever you may be at, and they see that, and then they see our posts on Facebook, and they see us talk about God's love, and then they see us talk about this right here, and making fun of people, and, and chastising people, and putting people down, and ridiculing people, and being evil. Yes, Christians being evil. Because they let their mind get out of alignment and they got their their mind on the world and not of heaven. Number two, our will. If your will is not aligned with God, you are headed down a very destructive path. Proverbs 3 and 6 says Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. But God, I don't know what to do. I don't know. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. Jeremiah 29 and 13. We know Jeremiah 29 11, right? For I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper, you give you hope and not to, not, and not to harm you, right? But tw- tw- Jeremiah 29 and 13 says, if you look for me ho- wholeheartedly, you will find me. But people are looking to this earth and looking wholeheartedly in this earth to find security, to find peace, to find hope. And there is none in this earth. The only, you seek God wholeheartedly and you'll find him. We say this a lot at Thanksgiving, 1 Thessalonians 5 and 18. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will um, for you who belong in Christ Jesus. Be thankful. Pastor Doug, are you telling me that I got to be thankful in, in COVID? Yes, I do. But it's a bad disease. People, yes, but, but you're alive. You're alive. I, I'm alive. I made it. God, I thank you that, you that you kept me safe during COVID. Or you can say, God, I thank you that you kept me safe from COVID. God, I, I, God that, that you have blessed me during COVID. God, that you, that you, have, that you have touched my family, that you have touched my friends, that you've touched my church, God, that I still got my job. In all things, give thanks. Philippians 2 and 3. Let nothing be done out of selfish ambition and vain conceit, but in lowliness or humbleness of mind, let each esteem others better than themselves vain conceit 2020 has got christians and non-christians vain it's all about me i gotta survive i gotta do i've got to do this right here I, you know what I, I i lost my job so therefore i gotta do this right here i've got to make sure i got the money i gotta make sure i can do this right here. oh GameStop! i gotta buy some stocks today well forget about my ties this week let's pay this game might make me some money and get me out of debt obedience is better than a sacrifice You put your trust in in, in that kind of stuff, you're going to end up failing like everything else is. You put your trust in God and say, God, I'm going to be faithful to you. I'm going to pay my tithes. I'm going to do what you've asked me to do. Then the church church is blessed, and you're blessed. We're looking at things in this earth to get us out of the situation. The answer is not in this earth. The answer is not in this earth. The answer is in Christ Jesus. Number three, our emotions. If our emotions are out of alignment and we can't control our, our emotions, your life will crumble and fall apart. Ephesians 4:26 says, "In your anger, do not sin." King James says, "Be angry and sin not. Don't let the sun go down in your wrath while you are still angry. Our emotions, the anger has gotten Christians in a, 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 a tizzy. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to to say, hey, there needs to be justice here. There needs to be this. That's okay. But in your anger, do not sin. Do not dishonor. Do not slander. Do not put down. Do not make fun of. Do not bully. Do not intimidate. Do not get prideful. And do not get arrogant in in your anger. We have to have the peace and love of God. You can debate and be angry. But you don't have to sin in your anger. Because when you sin in your anger, the non-Christian is looking at us and saying, I don't want to be like you. Ephesians 4.32. (coughs) And be kind to one another. Tender-hearted. Good gracious. Be kind to one another. Not a lot of kind-hearted people or tender-hearted people around anymore, is it? Forgiving one another, even as Christ forgives you. Kind-hearted, tender-hearted, mercy. Ephesians 4.32. I'm sorry, I just read that one. Um, Romans 12 and 18. <coughs> if, it is, if it is possible at all, as much as it depends on you, live peaceably with all men. Living at peace is up to you. But, but him, but her, but them, but they, it does not matter about them. That's the problem. We have turned it into a us versus they situation. And when you talk about a us versus they, then there's is, is, is division, divine division right down in the middle. I'm sorry, Lord, not divine, evil division right down the middle. It can't be us versus them. Us, it needs to be we. Because we're all in this together. And we need to share with one another and have compassion and be tender-hearted and love. Yes, we can debate. Yes, we can share. Yes, we can tell someone what we believe our our moral standards are. Yes, we can tell someone what the Word of God says. But you can do it with love and compassion. You don't have to make fun of, put down, ridicule, and bully other people to do it. 2 Timothy 1 and 7. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of timidity, um, or timidity, um, but of power, love, and a sound, of sound mind or self-discipline. Fear. Man, last, last year, all kind of Christians just fell into fear. You know what? And that happens. I've, I, I have fallen into fear before. But the thing is, we can't stay there. We've got to realize that God did not give us a spirit of fear. The greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And that I'm an overcomer. I am victorious. I am more than a conqueror through Christ. And I don't don't have to fear stuff of this world because my eyes are steadfast and fixed on Christ. We have to know that. And we can't walk around in fear. Oh, I'm gonna get this, I'm gonna get that. Yeah, you gotta be careful. Don't be stupid. You gotta be careful. You gotta wear your mask. You gotta social. I'm not talking about all that. But just that just that the innate pure evil fear. We got to get rid of that. You know, Wellington is, is just just so caught up with fear. Man, we have the Cape Fear River. We're just the, 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 there's a name of this town. You know, of, of, of a river right, running right through the middle of this town of fear. And we as Christians cannot yield to that. We got to decide: is God in control or not? Is God? You got to ask yourself that: is God in control of my life or not? Is He in control of this world or not? Is He the King of kings or of Kings or, or not? If he is, I need to start acting like it. But we've got out of alignment and we've we have we started looking to this earth and to this world for kings and, and princes and, and bring, to people to bring peace and tranquility and help and hope and love and for listen here. If this earth falls apart, God is my substance, God is my provider. God is my healer. God is my hope. God is my, my provider for money, for my family, for my healings and sicknesses. Everything I need is in Christ. I don't need nothing on this earth. I'm subject to this earth, so i got to pay taxes and die. But I don't have to, to walk around and, 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 and act like God is not in control no more, like God's lost his grip. So many Christians are walking around like, Goli- like God's lost his grip on things. He's, he's got to figure out what to do now. He's in full control. He knows exactly what's happening. And he knows exactly why it's happening. Joshua 1.9 Have I not commanded you, be strong and of good courage? Do not be afraid or dismayed, for the Lord our God is with you wherever you go. Be strong and of good courage. It's time for us Christians to be strong and of good courage. Philippians 4 6 do not worry about anything instead pray about everything tell God what you need and thank him for all he's done we have Christians one of the worst things that's happened in in, in 2020 is is all the mental anxiety that's happened mental health has just gone through the roof and it's time that we begin to find those people pray with those people get them help Get them, get them to the doctor. Get them get them whatever they need. It's counseling or, or some medicine or whatever until God heals them. And know that God can touch their minds and God can touch their emotions. And we don't have to worry about anything, but we can pray about everything. Number four, spirit. Having an aligned spirit is having a surrendered spirit. When you are aligned with the Holy Spirit, you are surrendered to the Holy Spirit. When you get out of alignment in your spirit, you are not surrendered or in line with Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is our guide. He is our comfort. He is our help. He is our encourager. He is our disciplinarian. Our convictor, rather, is a better word. But the thing is, is, is we get out of a line with that and we get, we get our spirit over here and allow this earth to start capturing our spirit and we're not being guided by Holy Spirit no more. Galatians 5, 17. The sinful nature wants you to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the spirit wants you to do. And the spirit gives us desires that are the opposite of what the sinful nature desires. These two forces are constantly fighting against each other so that... The, that that you are not free to carry out your good intentions. Good and bad. Flesh and spirit are at war more now than ever before. And if we're not in line with the spirit, our flesh will take over. And flesh equals what? Sin. Pleasures. Galatians five nineteen and 21. When, when you follow the desires of your sinful nature... Listen to this. When you, um, when you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. So, when you follow your, your sinful man, when you follow your fleshly man or woman, here's what I have these are the results of you following your sinful nature sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, witchcraft. Hostility, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these. Let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living this sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. If there's a scripture for 2020, that's it right there. Because that's what happened. People turn to sexual immorality. They turn to lustful pleasures, uh, uh, having idols, witchcraft, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness. All that stuff happened when we get out of alignment and we get in our sinful nature again. In closing, I want to tell you seven quick things. While I was in quarantine, I uh, watched, it's funny, I watch all those reality shows whenever I'm not in quarantine, but in quarantine, I watched a lot of Andy Griffith. I watched a lot of Gomer Pyle. I watched the old school movie, Lean on Me. And I watched Karate Kid. And when I was watching Karate Kid, there was a lot of spiritual insight that Mr. Miyagi gave that was really scriptural. Now, I'm not teaching no Miyagi, Miyagi-Do, Cobra Kai, and nothing like that. I'm teaching you Christian, Christian word of God, what the word of God says. But I want to use what he said and show you how it reflects a lot of, 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 of the basics of Christianity. He says, he says, and of course he's got broken English. Daniel, son, sometimes what heart know, head forget. See, sometimes our heart in 2020, our heart knows what's right, but our head forgot it. If you know, you know, if you know about the, 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 the Miyagi-Do and the Cobra Kai, the fight against each other, Cobra Kai was the evil, evil, evil side, right? And, and what they said was, strike first, strike hard, and no mercy. That was their, their, their little logo, the motto. Strike first, strike hard, and no mercy. And that's what the enemy wants us to do. Strike first, strike hard, and have no mercy. But let me tell you what Christ wants us to do. Forgive first, love hard, and show mercy. That's what Christ wants us to do. Forgive first, love hard, and have and show mercy. (coughs) We are supposed to be representatives of Christ first. We're not supposed to be first a, a representative of a political party. We're supposed to be representatives of Christ. And the second thing that he said, which is so true, he said, Daniel, son, you look revenge that way, you start by digging two graves. If you are looking for revenge on someone, Bible, the Word of God says, vengeance is his mind, saith the Lord. But if you're trying to get revenge, you're trying to pay back somebody, you're trying to get back at somebody for what they're doing, how they're if you're trying, you might as well dig two graves because it's going to kill both of you. Revenge never comes out good. Revenge never comes out in peace. Revenge always causes both of you to die. The next thing he said was, It's okay to lose a po- to opponent. Must not ever lose to fear. God did not give us a spirit of fear. And you know what? You're going to fail in life. And that's okay. Just fail forward. But don't ever fail to fear. Don't ever fail because you were scared. Don't ever fail because you had fear in your life to do what God's called you to do. Don't ever, um, get, don't ever fear in life to, to, to not be able to step out on what God's called you to do. Do something different. Do things what other people don't understand. You're going to do some things in your life when you're following God because other people don't understand and you get fearful because of what they're going to think about me. How are they going to act? How are they going to receive this? If God said it, do it. Step out. No fear. You can't be concerned about what everybody else is thinking. Who Are you, are you going to be trying to please people on this earth or are you trying to please God? I many times find myself being a people pleaser and I'm trying so hard not to do that. I'm trying to please God and if that pleases people, fine. And if not, then hey, God give me the grace to bring peace in that relationship. But I first got to please God. First got to please God. So you may may fail in life, but don't ever fail because of fear. Praise God. Here's another one. Walk on road, daniel son. Walk left side, safe. Walk right side, safe. Walk middle, sooner or later get squished like grape. The Word of God says, I'd rather you be, in Revelations, I'd rather you be hot or cold, because if you're lukewarm, I will spit you out my mouth. It is time. I believe God is separating the the, the two, and God has has given us an opportunity. Are you going to be in or out? 2020 is is, is drawing a line. Are you going to be in or are you going to be out? Are you going to be hot or are you going to be cold? Are you going to try to walk that lukewarm life? Whenever you walk a lukewarm life, you're going to fall right over into the side side of, of cold. Every single time. You never fall from lukewarm to hot. You always fall lukewarm to cold. You know why? I've mentioned this before because anything that's lukewarm at one time was hot and it cooled down to lukewarm and it's nasty. Nobody ever says, hey, can you go boil me some lukewarm milk? The next thing he said is you, you trust the quality of what you know, not the quantity. When we do wrong, when we sin, when we mess up, so many times we go on a binge and we binge read. 14 14 chapters or 14 books of the Bible because we feel bad. We go on on a a prayer bench and because we've done wrong, we pray for for, for 16 hours straight because we feel like that's going to change things. But God's like, it's not about the quantity. It's about the quality. God had rather you spend 10 minutes the, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much he'd rather you spend 10 minutes in his presence and it be sweet and it be subtle and it be genuine and be in his presence than 16 hours of you just running your mouth he'd rather you read two scriptures and dig into two scriptures and get truth out of those two scriptures rather than just just reading through well I've read the whole New Testament got nothing out of it but I'm done you ever did that whenever I was in high school you had to read these books and book reports I'd read the whole book Write a report on it, Doug. I don't really know what it was about. Because I didn't read it to learn. I just read it to do it. We, we can't get to the place where we're reading the Bible just to read. It has to be to commune with God, to fellowship with God. <laughs> <coughs> Two more, and we're done. <coughs> Excuse me. Either karate do, yes, or karate do no you karate guess so you get squished like a grape i don't know what it is with mr miyagi and the grapes but the point is is be all in it kind of goes back to that last scripture about being hot or cold but he's just saying be all in don't be if, if you're gonna try to do karate and you're gonna kind of kind of guess so do it you're gonna know a little bit you're gonna end up getting hurt same way in a christian want with god if you're gonna be a christian be a christian If you're going to kind of halfway be a Christian, you're going to be crushed by the devil, and you're going to be weak with God. Lastly, here's here's one of my favorite ones. In, in, In the movie Cobra Kai, Mr. LaRusso is teaching his daughter and her boyfriend balance. And they're in this little koi pond, and there's this big piece of wood floating, and they had to get on both sides of it. And you know, if you're on one side and on the other side, if I move this way and you don't move, you're going to fall off, right? Because it's not balanced. And so they kept trying to do their little cheese stuff. And every time they did, they would fall over. And they were like, you know, Mr. Lourdes, so how, how do we do this? He said, you got to move together. So they tried to move together. So they got when they look at each other, they got it where they can move together. But then they did it, and they had to come across like behind. He's like, well, how can we move together whenever we can't see the other person? He said, you have to sense where they're at. And I saw that, and God gave me the scripture, and I'm done. Exodus 40, 36 through 38. Now, whenever the, the cloud lifted from the tabernacle, the people of Israel would set out on their journey following it, following the cloud. But if the cloud did not rise, they remained where they were until it lifted. The cloud of the Lord hovered over the tabernacle during the day, and at night a fire glowed inside the the, the cloud so the whole family of Israel could see it. They continued throughout their, this continued throughout all their journeys. You cannot move until God moves. When God moves, you move. If God doesn't move, you don't move. If you can't see God, then in your spirit, in prayer, you got to sense him. In your spirit, your spirit can sense God. He's moving in your spiritual gut. we got to get to the place where we're so dependent on God. God, I'm not moving unless you move. I'm not making a decision unless you help me. I'm not talking about what kind of clothes you wear or or shoes you wear. I'm not talking talking about spiritual things. But we are on this this balancing thing with with, with Holy Spirit and and God and, and, and the Son. And we got to move when they move, how they move. And when we feel alone, like our back is turned on Him, we got to get to the place where we sense His Spirit, and we still don't move until He moves. So we move in synchronization, and we're in alignment with one another, and we are balanced with one another. Then we'll know that we're on the right path. But We have to be aligned. Choose you this day whom you will serve. I'm just hoping today that if you are out of alignment with, with God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, and you've got your mind on things of this earth more than things on the heaven, that today that you get an alignment check, and you get back in alignment with God. And it may hurt a little bit, because if you weigh way out of alignment to jerk that back into place sometimes, it's a little uncomfortable but instead of it pulling so hard to the right if you know about alignment, you get a good alignment you get a good car on a flat road you can take your hands off and it'll, go, it'll, go, it'll, it'll just go by itself and it'll go so much more smoother and then you just got a, a little touch left a little touch right and what we got to do is do that we got to get alignment, take our hands off and allow Holy Spirit just to touch a little bit left, a little bit right to keep us in the center of our road where we need to be at center of His will Let's pray that this has blessed you today. And, and it's shaking you like it's shaking me. I could see myself starting to get out of alignment and it bothered me. And I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to allow this to happen. I'm not going to allow this world and things of this world to get in my mind and destroy me and get me off task from God, what you call me to do. I have a calling. And I can't be so cons- consumed with things of this world, God, and not be consumed with you. Because if I'm consumed with you, things of this world are going to take care of itself. And God will help us through anything that happens. Anything that happens in this world earth with anybody, with any kind of politics, with any kind of shutdowns, with any kind of jobs, with any kind of money, anything at all. God is there for you. He's the King of kings and the Lord of lords. He is the master. We can't forget who's in control. We have to remember... God is in control. Will you say that out loud, even online? On say it. God is in control of my life. Come on, let me hear you and hear you say it. God is in control of my life. I surrender to you. Hallelujah. To Heavenly Father, I just pray right now in the name of Jesus that online they feel the sweet spirit that I feel in this room right now. God, I just pray, God, that you will help us get back in alignment with you to get back to where we can do things that we're supposed to do. We can read the Bible, we can pray, we can seek your face, God. We can come to church, God, and we, and we, can, we can recommit to, to, to things, God, that we know we're supposed to do to keep our lives right. And God, that we would focus on things of heaven and not of earth. And God, that we would just surrender to you all of our life. God, we thank you for that today. I thank you for everybody that's in this room. I thank you for everybody that's online. I thank you for our, our, our online church, our church, a live church. We'll be here next week doing it again. God, I just pray that you, I pray protection over everybody, over those that are sick, that are diseased, that had surgeries, that are at home The today, that, that, Lord, that are fearful. God, we come against that fear. And we just pray that they come into alignment with you and that this is a wake-up call for them, God. That this message is an alarm. That alarms them and wakes them up and says, hey, I'm headed down a path that's going to be a path of destruction. I know I'm a Christian, but I'm I'm getting out of alignment and I've got to get back. Help us, Lord, in Jesus' name. (coughs) Amen and amen. God bless you. (coughs) I'll see you next week.